This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell. Joining me today are the Toledo Symphony's president and CEO, Zach Vasser. And by phone, we have principal second violin and artistic administrator, Merwin Sue. And we also have a very special guest in the studio with us today. That is the Toledo Symphony's new marketing director. Vanessa Gardner. Welcome, Vanessa. Thank you. So glad to have you here in the flesh, as it were. Yes, it's great to finally be here. Well, welcome to Toledo. Welcome to the Symphony, and welcome to Toledo Symphony Lab. Glad to have you here. Me too. I'm glad to be here. And Zach, you're here in the studio with us? I think so. Caffeinated, ready to go? Very caffeinated. Very good to know. And, And Merwin, you're on the phone, right? But just as caffeinated. <laughs> well, not yeah. convincing. Yeah. No, until he drops the phone, we will never really know. We're all disembodied <laughs> voices, as it were, but uh, Merwin, especially so, being on the phone and on the radio. And that kind of fits in with uh, what we have to talk about today, and that is the Halloween Spooktacular. The Halloween Spooktacular is a Toledo Symphony tradition, it's been going on for a long time. A little bit different this year. Now, this is happening on Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock. The concert is. That'll be streaming live. It'll also be available after the fact, right, Mm -hmm. Zach? How does that work again? So you can watch on Sunday, and you can watch live, and then uh, the process takes about a day. So probably by Monday or Tuesday, it will be up again uh, as a rental product. So you can watch it uh, all the way through Halloween. Excellent. Yeah, you could rent it on Halloween. Just have it on repeat as your... That's right. Yeah. I don't know, you have seventy-two handing out candy? hours. <laughs> you know, if somebody's going to rent it, I'll I'll drop off some candy. All right. Okay. You like heard it here deal. first. Added value right there. You heard it here. And, and to do that, you go to stream.artstoledo.com. Stream.artstoledo.com. No, 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 that was too no, many no. dots. Say so. it again. Stream. <laughs> <laughs> Stream.artstoledo.com. Okay. Yeah. See, See that, that's that's the value of a marketing director. <laughs> if we relied on you, Mr. Cresswell. Yes, <laughs> we would be we'd be in, in down in the dumps already. <laughs> so, uh, Vanessa, tell us about this. Uh, now, traditionally, there's been some you know uh, opportunity for kids to wear costumes. Yes. Uh, what's happening this year? Well, those who are attending in person are encouraged to wear costumes. Absolutely. Um, will the orchestra be in costume? Maybe we will. We will totally be in costume. Oh, well, Every one of us will be wearing masks. Uh, absolutely. So <laughs> goes without um, saying. So kids and grownups alike, feel free to don your favorite Halloween costume. If you're attending in person, if you're streaming, also feel free to wear your Halloween costume. We at, would never know. We would never know. Right. But we would like to know. And instead of doing the uh, traditional Halloween costume parade, we are taking it virtual. We're making a little contest out of it. The deadline is tomorrow to submit your photos online. So on Facebook or Instagram, upload your favorite photo of either yourself in a Halloween costume, your kids in a Halloween costume. We're going to take those photos and we're going to make a slideshow out of it. So as the orchestra is playing, those photos are going to stream across the big screens in the hall and on the li- on the live stream as well as the wow. rental. Yeah, so um, we want you to post those photos on Instagram or Facebook and tag at Toledo Symphony and use the hashtag, hashtag SpookTSO. And we will gather them all up. We'll create a slideshow. We'll pick our favorites. 
And our favorite photo will get a family four pack to a future concert. Wow, excellent. So for our musician friends, that's actually sharp. Say um, say it again, Merwin. Say it again. For our musician friends, it's not a hashtag, it's a sharp. A sharp, yes. (laughs) It's a pound sign. It's a pound sign. A pound sign, yes. Sharp. <laughs> Sharp Spook Toledo. So, spook, what is it? Spook TSO. Spook, yeah. spook TSO. You guys are just making up hashtags. Yes. Now, the whole point of a hashtag is to start a trend. That's right. You get a hashtag and you, <laughs> you get, get a hashtag. hashtag. <laughs> okay. So, Vanessa, uh, when we spoke with you last by yes. the phone, it was all about getting to know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned a lot about you. We learned some of your nicknames. We're not going to bring those up right now Thank because. You. Folks have to go back and listen to that Welcome Vanessa podcast if they want to hear all of your different Indeed. Uh, nicknames. But <clears throat> one of the things that we did ask you, yeah, was your spirit animal. You remember this? Yes. And and what did you say? I said it was a dog. But not just any dog. It was a dog named Doug. <laughs> a dog named Doug. It's that dog from the movie Up. Yeah. Because, but you know how that dog is in mid-conversation and all of a sudden squirrel. Right. And that's how I am <laughs> with dogs. So I, I, I might be the... mid-conversation and I see a cute dog and all coherent thought is out the window and I'm looking at dogs. Wow. Yeah. I need to get that, that squirrel on my sound effects board. <laughs> squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can we can cut that out of the podcast and add it add it to our list. Okay. I'm getting a sound on the soundboard. I'm only my second show. It's <laughs> amazing. Yes! Maybe someday yeah. they'll actually give you headphones. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet. No. <laughs> We're still in the honeymoon period here. <laughs> we'll get over it real fast. <laughs> so the, the the reason I ask about your spirit animal and, mm. and bring that up again is because I, I want to kind of rebrand this for Halloween yes. and do the spirit Halloween creature. Like if you could be a, a specific Halloween creature, who would you be? Let me pull up a little bit of uh, spooky music. Okay. Merwin, let's start with you because you're on the phone and mm-hmm. uh, you're on the phone. So you go first. <laughs> so, so we you. can Google the answer? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this is a stopping from Google. A <laughs> yes. That's me. I love it. Um, so I'm actually going to piggyback a little bit from what Vanessa said because actually my Halloween favorite animal would probably be the three-headed dog from um, Harry Potter. Fluffy. Uh, Fluffy, yes, Fluffy. Um, the Cerberus um, kind of ripoff. <laughs> um, and I love it. I love that animal because it's supposedly scary, but if you play some nice music to it, it would fall asleep. And really, that's kind of how I feel right now. <laughs> some nice wow. music, I could fall asleep immediately, especially if it's flute music. I would totally fall asleep. I find it a little <laughs> no offense. Uh, a little disconcerting <laughs> that you both know the name of that dog. I, I don't. I, Wait, you don't? No, you don't. I'm not in the, uh, You're not the a Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, we, we no. determined this when we did that Harry Potter show. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. no, a I long time leave. ago. That's all right. That's all right. Hang in there, Zach. Where do you fall on this? Uh, I enjoy the Harry Potter, but I uh, I did the not Harry know <laughs> uh, did not know the name of the uh, Cerberus knockoff. Fluffy. <laughs> Fluffy. Because, you know, when I think about a three-headed animal, something charming and adorable like Fluffy, yeah, comes to mind. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So you're going to be That's Fluffy, too? No. No. Okay. No. Who's your Who's your spirit creature? So when I think of creature, I don't necessarily think of animal. Um, so I used to have, as a child, a recurring nightmare. 
Oh, let me pull up the music a little bit. Okay. Tell us your nightmare. And I was walking through an attic in an old house that I was not familiar with, and it was very dim. And I could tell, and even in the very dim light, that there were large kind of manhole-sized holes in the floor that I had to be careful not to fall into. And out of these holes would reach green hands that were strangely attired in either tuxedos or black suits, but I, I could just see, like, you know, as they're reaching out, the white sleeve comes up, the hand is green, and the kind of black jacket sleeve goes down. I had to always be afraid of falling into these things or getting pulled into one of these things. So for me, my most terrifying idea of a Halloween creature is this symbol from my recurring nightmare as a child. And, you know, I was really great at parties because of all these crazy nightmares. Um, Of the hand, the green hand. So a disembodied, tuxedo-clad hand that could pull you into a trap. Yeah, so, so also the violin section. Basically a conductor. Yeah. A conductor. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Yeah. But I wasn't going to go there, so thanks, Merwin. <laughs> That's spooky. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, it's funny because I remember telling my mom, I was probably six or seven years old, and I remember saying, I had the same dream. I've had this dream a lot. And she said, tell me about the dream. And as I'm telling her, like her face is just falling in seriousness. Yeah. <laughs> What's nice. wrong with my kid? Vanessa, yeah. I got to pull the music back up for you. So oh, you that's can tell perfect. Us here. That's yeah. perfect Dracula music. Is oh, you're Dracula. Is that uh, yours? Yeah, Dracula slash bats. Mm. And I think I think bats are very fascinating. Uh, I don't, I'm I wouldn't want one in my house if I had to choose. But seeing them out in nature, out and about, and fluttering at at dusk, I think they're very fascinating. Yeah. Um, and I got to see the bats in uh, the Whitsunday Islands in Australia, and they were massive. So I H- think how big are we talking? Like wingspan of probably three or four feet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And how big is the body then? Is it like the size of a squirrel? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's more like the size of a small dog. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. They're Name huge. Fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many heads? Yeah. Uh, just one <laughs> head. One head. Uh, but bats, Dracula, um, particularly Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, those, those are my iconic Halloween images. Well, you stole my thunder because I was going to do the vampire thing. Because oh, I, o- I always uh, uh, liked the idea of a, a vampire. For well, some my reason. backup was the zombies from Thriller. So if you want to take that Ooh, one, okay. yeah, yeah. No, you know, they, they sure could move. I'm going to do a switch over here. Um, have you guys seen that supercut called like Amadeus in one minute where they do the entire film? With and, bunnies? And, well, all it is is just a supercut of Mozart oh, okay. laughing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. I thought that so, was Zach. So this would be my this would be my Halloween creature right here. Right? Wow. Get it? That's Nobody really, gets it. Really quite terrifying. <laughs> okay. That was Mozart laughing in Amadeus. That's my way of avoiding the question. Right? I do have to say though, when you mentioned the Bram Stoker Dracula, mm-hmm. it is perhaps one of the scariest books I've ever read. Oh, I and, didn't read the book. I just oh, I would recommend everybody who's listening right now <laughs> Wait a to minute. do Two things. I know. To, first of all, attend the Spooktacular either live or on the the, uh, the webcast. But two, download this thing. If you're a Kindle user or a Nook user, these are usually free downloads because it's been around for over 100 years. But just go 
go get it. It's such a fascinating book. The way it's told is very inventive. It's yeah. one of these, you know, great examples of the uh, Victorian fiction. And um, there were points where I would just kind of sit, you know, in bed at night thinking, I can't stop reading, but also I can't go to sleep. <laughs> it was just yeah. so well done. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, Vanessa, when you were saying, you know, Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula in particular, you were thinking of like, what, the, 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 the movie? Gary Old, the Gary Oldman version. <laughs> <laughs> the Francis Ford Coppola <laughs> yeah. movie. I've actually never seen it. Is it good? What? Oh, oh I, now I know what our Halloween plans are. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a classic. It's Interesting. A classic. It makes Gary Oldman so creepy. He was pretty creepy in Beethoven's uh, Mortal Beloved. I mean, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Maybe like... Beethoven was a vampire. He was right? also in Harry Potter. So much. Okay, we've gone down the rabbit <laughs> yep. hole for sure. But the rabbit had really pointy teeth. <laughs> let's see if we can. Let's see if we can crawl, claw our way back out of the hole. Like claw those green hands. Yeah, green hands we're, coming. We're yes. doing. We're, we're Zach and I are yeah. literally clawing the air because we're such nerds. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Psycho. <laughs> okay. Why are you looking at me when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get back on on track here. Okay. No, I, I know that's some of the music that we'll be performing at the Spooktacular. I hope I'm not. Revealing any secrets here? No. Well, tell tell us what what uh, what folks can expect. Ooh, th- that's probably a Merwin question, really. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> as far as the music goes. Well, I love the music from Psycho because it, you know, if you, again, if you take that Nosferatu idea, you take the music out, it's still a pretty impressive movie. But that music was so creepy. The mm-hmm. sort yeah. of sense of like movement in time and you know escape from the city with a bag full of money in your trunk and wondering who's watching it's just, you know <laughs> not that i've ever a... done anything like that right? no i recommend it just <laughs> yes. once i mean yes the authorities will catch up unless you flush it down the toilet it's, Wait a uh, bernard herman's music yeah, we should yeah. mention have you ever seen the film reanimator it's based on uh hp lovecraft but the music on it is a complete ripoff of the Psycho score. Interesting. Right? Anyway, but if you listen to them next to each other, we can't do that on the podcast because of copyright, but if you listen to them next to each other, you can you can hear the similarities. So, kids, that's your homework for this week. Go uh, listen to Reanimator <laughs> right. and uh, Psycho at the same time. But you think about that shower scene and those shrieking violins. Um, you know, you think about a, a moment that... It, if you even have never seen the movie and you hear that, it takes you to that clip. Yep. You know exactly where you are. You can hear the sound of running water. Yeah. The it, It's not really blood. I think it was chocolate syrup going down the drain. Just an outstanding moment in musical history. Right. And part of the magic of music, of course, you know, is that it's going to bring those images yeah. back and, and different images for different people depending on their personal experience, yeah. just like a concert like this. Yeah. I mean, it, all those images are there, but it's also just fun. It's fun. It's a family show. Yeah. It's a, an opportunity for everybody to celebrate Halloween in this really strange time when a lot of folks are, you know, wearing masks every single day, mm-hmm. but we're not encouraged to go out and interact with each other physically. So... It's it's a, a different time for folks, a different way of celebrating uh, this family holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what TSO is doing is certainly along those lines. You were going to say something, Marlon? Sure. Just to be clear for all parents, 
that we are not actually going to be airing clips from the movie Psycho during the concert. (laughs) It's totally safe to bring. And I think, and we're definitely referring to like Halloween memories from really a variety of eras from kind of like, so pretty much whoever, whatever your, the age of your inner child will have something that kind of tugs at that nostalgia. Uh, tell us a little bit or give us a little bit of a preview, Merwin, of some of the other stuff that's on the concert. Well, I think that's really kind of the approach that we're trying to take is where, you know, if, if whatever age you are, you kind of have that kind of musical memory that, you know, tugs, tugs at your heartstrings for Halloween. And we're going to try to, you know, span all of those memories. Um, it's, a, it's a lighthearted show. So I think um, probably Psycho is the scariest we all get <laughs> with yeah. that but, but we're doing um, music from Pirates of the Caribbean and um, Ghostbusters uh, we've got this really cool little fugue um, that's uh, all strings called the Pumpkin Eaters Little Fugue that's really really fun to play um, there's some some cute little trick-or-treat songs that we're doing as well and then um, for those of you who are Alfred Hitchcock fans and loved that kind of March of the Marionettes soundtrack that kind of you know you know, accompanied his silhouette, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's going to be what the costume parade will, will be, you know, kind of walking across to. So nice. all sorts of really fun music. Do you have this music? Well, that actually <laughs> is a pretty large orchestra that's yeah. a little difficult to socially distance. So yeah. unfortunately, we don't. I, I figured as much, which is why I brought it onto the podcast today. But, but you know, we did perform that about a year and a half ago, and yeah. the entire performance is available to watch for free on Tapas Streaming. Oh, hey, there you go. See? I did a nice segue after all. But, uh, <laughs> Vanessa, this is going to be your background music. Okay. I want you to tell us some of your cute little Halloween stories. I, I asked you beforehand to, sure. to bring something with you. Yes. So let's hear Halloween Vanessa Gardner style. So my parents and their best friends um, did an epic Wizard of Oz themed Halloween, what have you, as adults. You know, my dad was the Cowardly Lion. I think my uh, his best friend was a scarecrow. Someone was Dorothy and someone was a witch. I don't remember who was who. And so I, I have this picture somewhere. It is just one of my most favorite pictures. And so when I was in high school, some friends and I recreated that photo and it was super fun. I was a scarecrow. I stuffed my outfit with straw. We had Dorothy. We had a little dog in a basket. Um, a was friend. it named Fluffy? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was named Toto, obviously. Oh, okay. What was I thinking? <laughs> I don't know. Come on, it only had one head. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, another friend of mine made the most amazing Tin Man costume. Cardboard box, painted silver, um, you know, the little uh, funnel on her head, painted silver. Wow. And that was my most ambitious Halloween. But it was so much fun to just... And I think my parents were kind of tickled and proud that we were so inspired by their shenanigans. Outstanding. Um, but most recently, I just love to get together with friends who have kids and um, make a big pot of chili and just ogle at all the, the cuteness. And, you know, these movie uh, themes that 
Um, Merwin mentioned, you know, a lot of those movies have inspired so many Halloween costumes. How many yeah. kids dress up as Ghostbusters or Marvel or DC characters or Pirates of the Caribbean? Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> or Mozart. <laughs> or Mozart. Right? Yeah. I'm going to dress up as Mozart now. <laughs> exactly. what, Zach, what are your kids? Do they have costumes this year? Uh, they will be cats of some kind. Cats. With single single heads. Single head cats. Single headed cats. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, my kids are more like like wolves and things of that nature. We right. always do themes in our house. So last year it was um, Charlotte's Web. So uh, my daughter Grace, the older one, was uh, Fern, and my younger daughter was Charlotte. So she was in like a spider costume, and then uh, my wife was the Web, which was <laughs> kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Merwin? What, what are your kids dressing up as this year? Well, Kai always chooses a Marvel hero du jour, so I think it might be Hawkeye this year. Oh, um, okay. And and Matthias is at the delightful age where we can dress him up as whatever we feel like <laughs> at the moment. Um, he had a really cute Elmo costume last year, um, but he's probably going to be a random predatory dinosaur that's not actually anatomically related to any dinosaur in real life. But it was a very cute costume, so I think that's probably what we're we're dressing him up as. But okay, um, very nice. Let's do a quiz because earlier we talked about scary creatures. <laughs> it's okay, Vanessa. You'll be fine. <laughs> we, we do this almost every time. Um, so let's do a, a quiz that is related to what we talked about earlier when I asked you for your spirit Halloween creature. This is a scary creature quiz. And the way it works is I describe something and you tell me what it is. So the answer will be like, you know, a ghost or whatever. Some of them may be a little more specific than others. I've got three different clues if you don't get it. Let me pull up some music. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. So first question is this. This creature is known for draining the blood from its victims. Any answers? This would be a vampire. <laughs> Not a vampire. Second clue. It was first sighted in Puerto Rico in 1995. Nope. <laughs> Third and final clue. Its name translates from Spanish as goat sucker. Mosquito? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Oh. Come on, Merwin. You know what it is. This is good. I, I, I'm not going to be able to get this in time. Chupa. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Yeah. Also Chupacabra. the name of my favorite spice rub. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But at least it's not a three-headed dog, right? Named <clears throat> Fluffy. Right. Okay. Here's your next question. These mythological beings are half woman and half bird. Half woman, Harpy? half bird creature. I think I dated her. Harpy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Merwin got it right off nice. the bat. The harpies. Yeah. Do you know what the harpies did? They like spirited people they away. Dated Zach. <laughs> they dated Zach, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I had my best clue on there. Despite their name, they are not a musical instrument. Mm. And they're not violas, they are harpies. Right? Wasn't okay. wasn't the uh wasn't there a band in the Harry Potter movies called some the something harpies? That played at the, the fluffy harpies, perhaps. They played at one. You're of looking the, at me. I'm not the one to no. ask. Come on, yeah. Merwin. Yeah. Like at, at one of the um, the World Cups. I don't remember. Yeah, Next question. So. Okay, <laughs> yeah. moving on. First clue: a mischievous fairy. 
Sprite. Say that again? Oh, Sprite? Nope, sorry. I was thirsty. No, no, <laughs> I, was just, I was just commanding a valet to bring me a Sprite. That's okay. All. Sometimes they are depicted as a shoemaker. A shoemaker? People are always after their lucky charms. <laughs> this is a leprechaun. Wow, so you each have one so far. Okay, three-way tie. This being has been known by many names since antiquity, but its most famous name in English first appeared in print in the 1847 book, The Circle of Human Life. Did Elton John write that? No. (laughs) Not the circle of life, the circle of human life. Next to the jack-o'-lantern, the image of this creature is the one most associated with Halloween. I mean, that's kind of a, you know, that's kind of a okay. judgment call, but it's very popular. Ghost? Close, but no cigar. Okay, <laughs> it's usually depicted holding a scythe. Grim Reaper. Oh, the Grim Reaper? Oh. Okay, got it. Zach is one ahead right now. Okay, this creature was first spotted during the 1960s in rural West Virginia. Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll give you some applause for that. Okay, like the harpy, this one is a combination of human and bird. It also has glowing eyes. Oh, the Mothman. Yes, how'd you get that? It's a uh, fascinating story. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this legend traces back to an ancient initiation rite of warriors, but it came to be associated with the devil during the Middle Ages. I don't expect you to get that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. It has been portrayed on screen by many actors, Dracula. including. No, not Dracula. Many actors, including Bella Lugosi, June Lockhart, and even Jack Nicholson. The wolf. Uh, werewolf. Werewolf, yeah. <laughs> the, the wolf. <laughs> I, I didn't know that Bela Lugosi had also played the Wolfman, but he did back in 1941. That was the name of the film, The Wolfman. But I was also surprised at how many female actresses have, have played the part of, of a werewolf as well on screen. There, there's like over 100 different movies. Seriously? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> This group of creatures decide who lives and who dies, but only under specific circumstances. Okay. <laughs> they are also known as Odin's maids. Valkyrie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am failing miserably. The last clue was that Wagner took them for a ride, but we know what it is. <laughs> the Valkyries. Okay. So we can say who the winner is. It is... Not me. <laughs> I think it was Zach. I think it was Merwin. Zach hit a lot. I think it was Merwin. Yeah, Merwin. But I wasn't Yay. keeping track, so no, I'm not I'm, quite I'm sure. I'm sure that we have somebody at home who's been taking taking score. But I, I do feel that, once again, I've been bested by Merwin. <laughs> That's okay. We, I did we've do a... some research during my failure, uh, <laughs> and it is called the, the either the Hollyhead Harpies or the Holyhead Harpies. Yeah, it's yeah. an all-female Quidditch team that plays in the British and Irish Quidditch League, in case anybody's that... interested. Wow. Um, and it's based in, in the town of, of Holyhead, Hollyhead, which is located in the northwest of Wales. Yeah. 
Good to know. It was founded in 1203, according to uh, somebody's history, <laughs> making them the second <laughs> oldest Quidditch team in the league. And, so, and, according to Quidditch through the ages. <clears throat> You're becoming uh, a, a, a Harry Potter authority as uh, we no, speak. I, just, I, I, I can Google on the fly. Yeah. See, this is an <laughs> educational uh, podcast as well. Well, we're going to finish up fairly soon, but uh, Vanessa, again, welcome to the show. How's it been your first experience in studio with us uh, oh, so far? Oh, this is so much better than being on the phone, for sure. Yeah. Sorry, Merwin. <laughs> Merwin has the opposite well, conclusion. I don't know. Maybe it's so Merwin much better disagrees. being on the phone than being in the studio. <laughs> my gosh. Um, let's I'm mention sure it again. My smiling face on the wall, wherever it is, is yeah, it's, having a great time. Though. Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. We have your picture up there. Unfortunately, <laughs> we have to take it down when we're done, but I'll hang on to it. Because that's it creepy, right? That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the season. It's a Halloween mask. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm cutting that out and using Merwin's face for my Halloween mask. So uh, there are, there are uh, face masks that you can yeah. have make... Uh, well, Sorry. we talked about this before. With, I think. with Michael, yeah. Where, where you print out everybody's face on the face mask. You, you know those uh, masks where you have the bottom half of your hmm. face, and then we all switch, right? <laughs> so we have each other's faces. I think that would be fantastic. Oh, that also sounds very creepy. Yeah, we'll save that for the future. Wasn't there a really like a Nicolas Cage movie about this? Yeah, I think I made yeah. that joke last yeah. time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same joke you made last time. Uh, yeah. Oh well, get well, some I'll new jokes, sure to Merwin. It at least one more time this season. <laughs> well, I'll see if I can make that happen. You know, John Travolta's <laughs> done a lot of great movies. Don't you agree, Merwin? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite John Travolta movie? Especially maybe a Travolta the Cage. Wolfman. Isn't it a Wolfman? Excellent. Do we have time for me to ask everyone a quick question? Go, go for it. Do you I, need some music? Yeah, Hang on. I need some Halloween candy music. Oh, Halloween candy music. Okay, let me see. Here we go. Yeah. I want to know what everybody's most favorite and least favorite Halloween candy is. Mm. Well, my most favorite is peanut butter cups, by far. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Classic. Uh, least favorite would be Jolly Ranchers. For some mm. reason, I just, ugh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you say, Zach? Uh, g- good call on the peanut butter cups. I was always really excited when you'd see the kind of orange wrapper as you're walking oh, yeah. up, thinking, "Oh, they got peanut butter cups." Um, I, I, the thing that will always make me happy though is uh, is uh, candy corn. Love candy Ugh. corn. Yeah, oh. it's straight sugar, but I <laughs> eat it by the handful only this time of year. Uh, but then I'm with you on uh, my least favorite any type of hard candy in a wrapper. Yeah, it's just like, oh, come on. Yeah. Okay, Merwin, what do you say? Are you still there? I love Sour Patch Kids. Uh, I'm a big fan of those. Uh, I'm also, I also like Snickers. You know, like you know, full size Snickers bars were kind of, the, you know, were kind of the gold. You know, um, the, the full size ones, the big yeah, ones the or the little ones, not the little yeah. tiny ones. That's yeah. hitting the jackpot, right? That there. would be, yeah. yeah those that, that 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 was the gold standard. Best house on the um, And for me, I think it would have to be. Um, I wasn't a big fan of Swedish fish, and I really wasn't a big fan of candy corn. Sorry. 
Okay. We never mentioned <laughs> Swedish fish, but uh, that's okay. You like Sour Patch Kids, but not Swedish fish? Yeah. yeah. Swedish fish is Sour good. Is really important. I always huh. felt like eating Swedish fish was like eating those clown lips. It was that, that waxy. Oh, no. That's why I like them. Yeah. So do you guys know those little like uh, peanut butter toffees that have a little chunk of peanut butter in the middle and they're yeah. in the orange and black wrappers mm, and mm-hmm. you only get them at Halloween. Mm-hmm. I love those. Evidently so because that was such a specific <laughs> description. I know. There's no mistaking <laughs> what you were talking about. I don't know what they're called. But toffee topped peanut butter. Yeah, whatever. Peanut butter Something stuffed like toffee. <laughs> and then I would say my least favorite is it, red. Any other type of toffee? Red licorice. Oh. Wow. Real oh, licorice or like, licorice. would you put Twizzlers in there as well? So I like real licorice. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't eat any licorice mm-hmm. anymore because it's usually not gluten-free and I'm mm-hmm. gluten-free. Uh, but red licorice, I think, is an abomination. Twizzlers, um, you know, just any red. Ugh. Yeah. Black licorice is the only licorice. Uh, that kind I of stuff, like licorice and Swedish fish and things of that that nature, have a definite shelf life to them. Yeah, right. Like there's a couple a, centuries. There's <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, with Swedish fish, if it, if it's too dry or if it if it gets they too, they do get hard, don't they? Yeah, if they get they get really hard, then they're not good. Mm-hmm. They're only good when pre-hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a PG thirteen podcast here. Let's keep it clean. There's not... Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you when my daughter was younger, I mean she's still quite young, but when she was a little bit younger, she was given Swedish fish. She asked what they were and she was told Swedish fish and her answer was are they really sweet or are they just Swedish? Oh, (laughs) fantastic. Bless. Yeah. Anyway, that's a great topic for a... Uh, I should have done a candy quiz. We'll have to save that for next year. Well, we could do a... a yeah. Ho- a holiday candy. Yeah. Holiday candy's a yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe but when Christmas rolls just around, we'll do another do a show just all about candy. candy. I mean, it's something that everybody enjoys. Yeah. Okay. Let me pull that off. Uh, before we go, let's just make sure that folks know everything they need to know about the concert that's happening this Sunday um, the live streaming event is happening Sunday at 3 o'clock, the Halloween Spooktacular, uh, and it will be available after the fact. A few days afterward, it will be available for watching on demand. Uh, more information at stream.artstoledo.com. And Vanessa, do you want to give us a, the rundown again quickly on the uh, costume contest? Absolutely. So we're having a virtual costume contest this year. Uh, we won't be parading across the stage. Instead, we're asking all of you out there to upload your favorite photos of yourself or your kids in your favorite Halloween costumes. Tag at Toledo Symphony on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and use the hashtag spook. TSO, and we will be compiling all of these uploads and using them in our live stream, and we'll have a virtual parade live on Sunday afternoon. I just want to say that this is going to be conducted by Stephen Jarvie, who conducted our spooktacular last year, also our um, Star Wars extravaganza at the Huntington Center. He's a, a fun and dynamic conductor. I'm just really excited to have him back on a podium. Yeah, wonderful. This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony, with generous support from the Rita Barber Kern Foundation. 
You can download episodes of our program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org lab. You can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to check out all the upcoming events at the symphony by visiting their website at toledosymphony.com and their various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find the TSO streaming concerts online at stream.artstoledo.com. My thanks to Zach Vassar, Merwin Sue, and to Vanessa Gardner. I'm Brad Cresswell. You've been listening to Toledo Symphony Lab from FM 91. Squirrel.